hello. <laughs> you can cough. <laughs> oh my god. <clears throat> yeah, seriously. Poor Maria's voice. It has gone to shit. It was. It's way better today. That you guys. Yesterday you, was. It was. It not was functioning. You at all. like couldn't talk. I couldn't talk at all. It was so screechy. I it's was going through changes. I'm looking at the like. The decibel thingy or whatever when it catches the volume as a record and yours is like so low. <laughs> yeah. It's baritone level. How are you besides I your mean, voice? Besides my voice. I actually feel physically fine. It's just the voice has gone. So, yeah. I just took the first good. sip of that rosé and it was a bold choice of us. To do rosé? Right now, yeah. With coffee? Yep. Yeah. We have well, beverages. Yeah, we have. They're separated. We didn't mix coffee with the rosé. Thank you for clarifying. Two separate glasses. But I just like took a sip of it and I was like, whew, that, you know, the first sip yeah. at two o'clock. Right. <laughs> well, it brings you back. It brings you back to yesterday. Exactly. Which was a blast. You oh did such gosh. a good job Thank with Charlie's you. party. It thanks so for coming. Fun. Charlie had his little three-year-old. I, I almost keep saying two and he's nice three. It's wild. His three-year-old party. And I have to say that that's like, he's at the age now where he really genuinely was so happy right like you guys got there after he showed up when he walked around the pool and saw all the decorations and like a few people there the grin on his face was ear to ear just he was like I've never seen him so happy like I started choking up he was so happy and he just came up and he hugged everybody oh my god like he was so it was overwhelming but he was like it's because he's understanding more and more yeah and like last night he was I kept being like did you have fun and he was like yes I was like, did you? And he didn't even open up any, like, really any of his presents. No, he just had so much fun playing in the in pool. In the pool. Yeah. Playing in the pool and eating then, like, pizza. eating cupcakes and pizza and, like, your playing. snack setup was <laughs> chef's kiss. It was so good. <laughs> More adult parties need a snack section like yes, that. Yes. Cool Ranch Doritos <clears throat> all day. Yeah, it was fun. It was really fun. I enjoyed it. And it was, remember, we talked last podcast about this party in particular, like, yeah. planning it and setting it up. When I see people, like, having a good time. Like, and there was a big mix of people there because some people I don't really know, but yeah. I invited Charlie's class. And a lot of those parents were super nice. Yeah. I've never spent time with them. So that was kind of fun. And they kind of like mingled and yeah. mixed. So it was cool. Yeah. There was a lot of people I didn't know. Yeah. But then there was a few that I like and that I haven't seen in a while. Mm-hmm. And those are the people that like I was telling Martin and Juliana, who I used to see often. And we just haven't seen each other since she had her baby. And I was like, you know, we just didn't take advantage of the time that we had mm. because like it was such a unique little pocket and you yeah. kind of think that those moments are going to last forever. Right. And then like something happens, something changes. Like it's not just them having a kid, like my whole schedule changed yeah. as well. And so like making time to hang out has yeah. to be more purposeful. Mm. And you're just kind of like, man, you just forget that like. I was at their house two days out of the week doing yeah. private yoga and seeing them and talking to them. And she, then, they, I bet they'll pick it back up. I'm sure they will. But like I even told them, I was like, we don't have to do yoga. Call me over. I'll have coffee with you in the yeah, morning yeah. and just to chat. Yeah. And, the, and that's great, too, because especially after you have a baby, like everything shifts. So then if somebody's like, hey, let me just come over and have coffee with you. It's like, oh, yeah. OK, that's and I know amazing. it's her first one, too. Yeah. And so there's I'm sure like a whole identity shift as well. And she yes. wants to. For sure. Incorporate more of like the pre-baby stuff into of the course. post-baby stuff. And she, they're such good people. Salt like, of the earth. Ugh. Yeah. You know yeah. those people you're like, you're better than me? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're, <laughs> you're too nice of a person. Like, you shouldn't be friends with me. <laughs> yeah. I don't feel that way about you. <laughs> I think we're um, on the same level. Ditto, of, bitch. 
of meanness. And yeah, you're not too good for me. Um, we're on the same level of oh garbage. Um, oh my god, I love that you say garbage because yeah. that reminds me of my dad. He would always say garbage. Oh, yeah, I love that. Yeah. So okay, so this podcast is now about Trader Joe's and creeps. Yes, we have to at least hit those two things yeah. before we get into immediately. The next. That's yes. why people listen and they hang up. <laughs> <laughs> they hang up after. So that. should we wait till the end? No. Okay, give it to him now. All right, so <laughs> let's do TJ's first. Okay. My Trader Joe's pick, which I have to say, I'm falling more in love with this segment because I usually, when I do grocery store shop, I buy the same shit every week. I'm not adventurous only because I'm being super like budget conscious these days. Yeah. So I'm like just hitting what you need, what I need, what I know Uh I will eat. So I'm not trying to be wasteful. But this is kind of like gives me an excuse to roam the aisles and to pick up shit that like I know I haven't been wanting to pick up. But. This is actually useful and I kind of buy it, I think I want to say like every week. It's this orzo pasta that's in the salad section. It is already cooked. So it's orzo with like Greek olives, feta and sun-dried tomatoes. Oh, I've had it. It's amazing. So good. Yeah. And what I do is I... um, It's pre-cooked, right? Yes. And so I saute shrimp. I buy more raw spinach and I throw it in. And it's like literally a 10 minute meal. And it's, and so, it's good. so delicious. Yeah. So if you need like something fast, something quick, and you could throw more veggies in it to make it like bigger and, you know, more nutritious and whatever protein you want. That's so I'm great. Like I've never made it. it like that. I've only eaten it like cold straight out of the thing, but it's so good that way. But I imagine with like a warm, like warm it up a little bit. Yeah. It's probably so good. It's so good. And the feta melts a little bit. Yeah. And really it's a whole meal in mm-hmm. one pot in 10, not Easy. even 10 minutes. So I know you don't eat meat, but anybody who eats meat out there, side note, they have, I don't really like chicken, like grilled chicken. I only like, like pre-cooked or just in just general. In general. Okay. I'm not a big chicken girl. It has okay. to be like fried or like. In something. I'm not, I don't know. On a biscuit. Yeah. yeah. Fried on a biscuit. <laughs> um, but they have, I do like chicken breast because it's like a way more tender. It's just chicken's dry to me and it's like, ugh, I don't know. But um, they have a pre-cooked chicken breast and it's like literally delicious. And it's in like a plastic casing. You just like take it out and kind of like spread it out, heat it up. In the chicken section. It's probably, like, right? It's n- in, in where the meat is, yeah. but like yeah. the pre-cooked stuff too. They have a section of like salami and yes. like, like yes. that stuff. Yeah. And then also they have pre-cooked lentils. I don't know if you've ever No, but those. where I keep, where am I? I'm looking for those. I know. They're, sometimes they're out a lot. Okay. They're in that same area where the orzo is in a box. Oh. In a box and they're like sealed with plastic. And then you open them and again, you're like... The way that I cook them is I take them out and they're really, it's stuck together because I'm like vacuum sealed and they're cooked. I put them in a pot. I break it up. I stick in two bay leaves, salt, pepper, garlic, because there's no flavor to them. Like they're just lentils. And then I'll also put in a little bit of water to heat it and break it up. And then it's like delicious lentils. I love to throw two eggs on top of it. Like two fried eggs. So I've been looking for that, but in the total, in such a wrong aisle. Yeah. And then it's, it's like there's salmon on it. I mean, it's so, the lentils are delicious. It's so good. That's really smart. That's another 10 minute quick put on whatever, or eat them by themselves or like whatever protein. Yeah. Full of protein. And you can mix stuff in it. You can keep it separate. I, I did buy dry lentils from them. And I just made a big pot and then I just threw it in everything that I made that week. Yeah. As I mean, like my protein. They have like the right, yeah, they have regular lentils too. I yeah. made a lentil soup recently with the dry lentils. So y'all know how much I love Trader Joe's. So I have two products for you. Oh. 
One is those weren't even my products. Oh, so wow. just throw them in there. Okay. One is Bomba. Bombas oh yeah, tell me what is with this? dark chocolate. I pulled the photo up for you, but I just realized that my computer's like all plugged in, so I'll show you later. But yeah. they're literally wait, are they like mochis? No, they're oh. like the bombas. The have you had the bomba the peanut butter snacks? No. Oh, I, I'll let you have one. I literally oh, you have, have them here. Okay. But then they make the bomba with dark chocolate melted on half of the bomba. Does it look like a cheese doodle? Yes. Oh, I do know that. It looks I haven't like a had cheese doodle, it, but, okay. and they the chocolate covered ones are literally sinful because okay. it's like a chocolate like i mean a um like a peanut butter light peanut butter crunchy with like covered in like dark chocolate i'm gonna need to eat one I, of those i'll show that. you the photos so you can find them because the packaging looks a little different they are bomb and then the second thing um was i made i got um what's that pasta called the circles um like the pinwheels no, like they're like little balls, not orzo. I'm oh, gnocchi. No, like the teeny tiny little balls. Um, oh, like the little like um, pastina, sort oh, of. A couscous. I, couscous. Yes. Thank okay. you. I got the couscous, and it's just again plain couscous. I cooked it. I put like a bunch of veggies in there, like mushrooms, sautéed peppers, sautéed onions, like bunch of like whatever was in my fridge. Chopped it up, put it in there. A lot of garlic, salt, pepper. Then I took, you left mozzarella here, the I know. casing. I, yeah. I cut it up and at the end I threw it in there, tossed it, took it out and then I put something on it. I don't remember, like salmon maybe. Okay. It was so freaking good. That sounds delicious. It was, it's similar to the orzo thing. Right. Like it's like a little pasta with a lot of veggie. Like you could put anything in there. Right. Like broccoli, like you can even taste good with it which is it, why it's but the, so convenient yeah but yeah. the couscous their couscous is good that's in the pasta aisle okay dried you have to and like it's cook big it. like it's like big the little sir, yeah it's pearls okay they're not huge but it's really good yeah it used to be i got the kind of the idea from chef nicole because she used to make like a couscous with like little balls of um mozzarella in there that's why i threw the mozzarella in there but it was literally you could also put in like that pesto yeah so good. Anyway, those are my I items. did make a frozen pizza from Trader Joe's last week and I had leftover mutts and I put the mutts on, on top, top and I was like, oh, this is fucking genius. I think that's the key with Trader Joe's. It's like you get stuff and doctor it up. It's a semi-homemade. Did you ever watch that show on Food Network? Mm -hmm. I didn't like the lady. Her name was like Sandra Lee. She was annoying and obnoxious. But it was this concept of semi-homemade. Semi so like she'll get like like what we're doing something mm -hmm. prepackaged, something somewhat already made and then add a whole bunch of stuff to make it right and i like the concept i like that I just too didn't like her as a person <laughs> i love that concept because it really is nice to just make a quick meal yeah anyway well that's yeah. some great things from trader joe's i'm, I'm gonna get pumped. that orzo i'm ready to go after this yeah i want those bomb i'm gonna show you i'm gonna let you try yeah. a regular okay and then you gotta try the try the chocolate ones yeah. there well i like the chocolate ones but there's supposed to be like sure. a lighter yeah, they Sweet look snack. like it's like a puffed air. The bombas are just a good like snack. It's corn and like powdered potato, like I mean, potato, peanut. Okay, Pe peanuts powder, like the kind. It's yes, like it's I, good, like that PB two thing. Yes, that people put in smoothies. Yeah, sounds yeah. bizarre, but they're very good. Yeah, but I got into them because if you have young little ones and you want to find out about a peanut allergy, oh, it's a great great way to give them just a small tiny taste of peanut without. Did you test this on a Harper? I tested it with Charlie okay. years ago. And then he like loves them as a snack. And he's not allergic, obviously. <laughs> no, clearly not. But Harper, we just got to test her. Oh, so. real quick. I know my voice sounds like trash. Thank okay. you guys for listening. Are you going to sing? No, definitely not. <laughs> but there's this concoction that I made that actually made my voice come back 
a little bit better, even though it doesn't sound that way. And I just wanted to share it because somebody sent it to me. You, all right. And I did this this morning. I boiled a big pot of water. I cut up an onion, uh-huh. just a white onion. I cut like a whole head of garlic. You peel like all the skin, but you don't have to like crush it or do anything. Everything goes into the pot hole. So onion, garlic, I cut half a lemon, threw it in, ginger, turmeric, cloves, fresh oregano, and then I boiled it for about 20 minutes. I strained it, and then I put like a tea bag in, my ginger tea, whatever. I put it in a mug, and I sipped it. How did it taste? It was great. Mm. I highly recommend it. And I have a whole like batch still left and it's over. Good. You know, that's super good for your immune system. Too. Yeah, because it has all this like stuff. The only thing is with turmeric, I don't know if you ever like use it. It's that orange spice and it yes. just kind of gets everywhere. Mm. And it doesn't really dissolve. Yeah, it's a tricky one. Yeah, because like I'll put it in the pitcher or whatever and you could see on the bottom yeah, that it's where settled. It's, I know turmeric is tough. It's so good for you though. Yeah. And I don't know if you knew this, but you're supposed to eat a cracker pepper when you eat turmeric to activate it in your stomach. Oh, interesting. I know it's really weird. They don't, like don't tell you that, but some now some companies make their turmeric pills with cuz I take it for like anti-inflammatory reasons okay. with my like gut and like it helps with like some things like sometimes I feel like I might have like a autoimmune a weird autoimmune like thing with like having some like IBS issues. Mm-hmm. But it's really great for like anti-inflammatory inside the body and some pills have pre-cracked like pepper in them to oh, activate interesting. it. Okay. Yeah. So you're supposed to like, you can just like swallow cracked pepper. It's really weird. Or like spray or put pepper, like just sprinkle just a tiny bit on top of your drink. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll do that. Later. My mom told me that I was like taking turmeric forever. And she's, she's like, like, guess what? It doesn't work. <laughs> and that's easy. I was like, Oh damn it. I've been just like taking this shit. Uh, anyway. All right. Those are some helpful fucking tips. Yeah. So you'll see too, sometimes if you go to like a juice place and you take a turmeric shot, they're going to give you pepper on the side. Oh. Yeah. I'm not going to ask for it. Yeah. Oh, ask for it. Yeah. They thought I was crazy the other day when I was like putting pepper in my turmeric shot. That's funny. But, um, that's a great concoction. Yeah. For garlic is super good. I used to take garlic pills regularly as well. Yeah. Ginger and lemon are just go-tos mainstays. You should always like have some stuff in the house with that. But yeah, I appreciated that. Even the onion. Weird, but but onions so good. Key, yeah. it makes there's something with onions too, like putting them under your bed when you're sick. Right, I've heard that. Like, well, the what onion the old wives' tale with Charlie. He's too young for this because I don't think he'd sit still. But like, he had an he has an ear infection, and so when we were younger with ear infections, we would heat up a pile of salt in like the pan, and then put the salt, the heated salt, in a sock. And then rest our ear on the on, top of the, on the sock, and it would like supposedly pull. pull the water out. Huh? But I think he's too little for that. But he, like when he could actually lay down, when he's a little older. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that was huh. like my mom's old wives' tale. My mom's was put alcohol in your ear. That's <laughs> like burn your eardrum. Like this cannot be right. <laughs> okay. There you go. Um, so salt or vodka, either one. Salt or vodka. <laughs> so who's your creep? Oh yeah, my favorite segment. Pew pew pew. Okay. I have a few, but I'm going to only do okay. one because I got to save them. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. that they're, there's the world is full of many, Greece, so yes. we could honestly share 800 a day. <laughs> My creep is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm. So he came out with a new doc on Netflix. Okay. Haven't watched it, but like in promoting it and one of the, like, the things that they are like highlighting is the fact that he had an affair with his housekeeper 
in the 90s. This is in the documentary? Yeah, he reflects on it because it's the reason why him and his wife, Maria Shriver, got divorced. Okay. So he has this illegitimate child with his housekeeper. That's right, yeah, yeah. And supposedly he didn't know he had the child until, oh wait, and this is the fucked up part. The housekeeper gives birth literally like days before Arnold and Maria have their like second or third son. Oh, so my. like the children are very close in age. Oh my god! Which means obviously he was sleeping, which most fucking adulterers Ew, are sleeping with. Gross! Whatever. Like both at the same time. Right. So he impregnates his housekeeper. Ew. She has this baby. She's still housekeeping. <laughs> and then in and like nobody knows it's there. Nobody knows, but I think at some point Maria Shriver has an inkling that because the kid looks like Arnold. And during like a family or um, some sort of couples therapy session in 2011, I think, Maria asked Arnold, is this your kid? And he admits that he had a kid with her. And which means he also hid it for a very long time. And then that's why they get divorced. But so he's reflecting on, you know, his fucking shittiness. God, that's... Yeah. uh, I gotta watch that. Yeah. Not a real... like. Not a creep in the sense of like what we've traditionally been talking about, but just no, like, he falls in the category. Yeah, I think also, so. how can you just not tell somebody for that long that that's your fucking kid? Yeah, and I'm sure that little kid was around the house. Yes, and that woman so, was still housekeeping. And that's so messed up. It's yeah. like he like almost like it's his kid. He knows it's his kid. I have to imagine it's probably the re- more of the reason why they got divorced is because of the lie and the secrecy yeah. as opposed to like the affair. How do you know what yeah. I mean? I, although I can't speak for Maria Shriver, but, but how did she not know too? I'm like, girl, you're like pregnant next to this housekeeper at the same time. And that housekeeper is fucked up too. Yeah. For just yeah. like continuing to do the, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. He falls under creep category creep. hard. <laughs> I don't like that. All right. My creep, you ready? Mm-hmm. You're going to love this one. Break out the note. Marilyn Manson. Whoa, that's a great creep. Such oh my God. A creep. Such a creep. So you would, we would really could do a whole podcast on yeah. him. Beautiful people. Oh, yeah, I actually yeah. could sing it now with this voice. Yeah, you could. <laughs> you really could. He, so here's the reason why he's a creep. Okay. Because he's been accused of a lot of like assault and like fucked up things. Like there was something I, when I was reading, like he encouraged some young, young girl to like drive under the influence, like really pushed her to do it. Like gave her drugs or something. I don't know. You have to like look this story up. He just was like fucked up. Like, and then he's had, he's been accused of sexual assault. He's been accused of a lot of assault against like his, his people that work for him, his assistant, bodyguard, stuff like that. So not Women. just sexual, just like the whole thing. Okay. Here's the thing, the reason why I wanted to pick him. Because sometimes people try to use this thing like, I'm a crazy artist. Like, you are questioning my methods. All my sexual escapades are so weird and crazy. But they're all consented. And why do you have to be so fucking weird? Yeah. Like, you're just, you're using an excuse to act like a moron. Yeah. Like, we all have weird sexual fantasies and things that maybe like you need consent for, but like, don't be a dick and then be like, it's cause I'm a deranged artist. Right. Like you're, you're hurting people. You're sexually assaulting people. Um, and then he would always fight back about it and be like, they consented. They just got freaked out cause it got too crazy. It's like, no asshole. And he you're being it. a creep. Yeah. You're yeah, being he a creep. it on like, or he uses his creative 
whatever as the reason why he's yeah. not able to do this no. or entitled to do it. Because you're some wild like rock star. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Did he eat a rat? Yeah, he did. Yeah. He ate the head off, I think. Yes. Oh, no. Was that Ozzy? No, that oh, was a yeah. bat. Yes, that I think was it was Ozzy. a bat. Yeah. Ozzy yeah. chewed a bat. But yes. I think Marilyn Manson does weird did shit something too, with, with like blood. Yeah, yes. with animals and like. You know, the other thing is it's like you can't you're already shocking enough, dude. Like you don't need to be more shocking. Right. We get it. Right. We get it. Was he canceled? He or did he just fade out because he I wasn't think he popular? got canceled because he was he did get in trouble okay. for sexual assault. OK. So like it, he did assault people. He's also a very weird looking man. Very strange. Like I never understood the people that were attracted to him. Oh, another reason why he's a creep. Yeah. He was like 38 dating an 18 year old. Yes, I, that's so like he's already given creep. Right. But then like right. you amp it up. That's the thing. It's like, yes, okay, 18, 19. Technically they're of age. They can give consent. But that That's power so dynamic is What so is the difference strange. between 17 and 18? I agree. You know, it's like, why does that number let women be like, well, oh, they're 18 now. It's like, okay. Right. It seems like a really weird line to cross. I agree. It should be a little more gentle than just Especially like, when the age gap is so significant. Yeah. And the power dynamic is like, yeah, is so dramatic. I just, uh, to me, I'm like, you're like almost 40 year old dude who wants to do really weird sexual exploitation things the with attraction to such young people. I think it's like, you know, he's just famous. Yeah. Like you can just do whatever you want. Yeah. And like just testing limits. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and like, you know, he's like a dark, like punk person. And like, people love that. Like right. A punk is like a thing and I get it. And it's like, right. To be punk rock, to be alternative. Yeah. To like you can like be edgy norm. or yeah. like fighting the Yeah. Yes. Normalcy. And like, yeah, that is all fine. What yeah. I mean is don't use that as an excuse to like sexually assault people. Right. And be like, oh, it's because people just don't get me. Yeah. It's like, no. You're a creep. Well, you know what? That's funny because I had this whole other segue into what we were going to talk about today, but this kind of leads right into it. Yeah, let's get into which it. Which is, it's a. Fo- I don't know if that exactly would qualify, but it is a form of gaslighting. Yeah. In the sense that, like, you're like, okay, this is creepy. This isn't working. You approach Marilyn Manson. This is just the example, and he comes back and he's like, "No, you're the prude." Right. You just don't get it. You don't get the creative part of this. You don't get that. Like they were just skittish. They did consent and then they just got scared or gaslighting. That's totally gaslighting. That person and being like, you consented to this. So I get to like put a rat on your belly button or something. I'm just making that up. But like, it's like, no, I didn't consent to like being like assaulted by you. I consented to like having sex with you in like a way that's normal. Right. Quote unquote. So I was watching, there's this new show on Showtime called uh, Fatal Attraction. It's based on the old movie. Yeah. And it's about an affair. This guy has an affair with somebody that he works with. That woman ends up being a legit sing- single white female. Like okay. she is batshit crazy and she does crazy ass shit. But then she ends up being murdered. He's accused of killing her. And I'm not really spoiling anything because this is kind of they do it very well because it's a bunch of flashbacks and flash forwards, whatever. But you know from episode one that he spent time in jail for this murder. Okay. The whole concept is like, did he actually do it? He comes out of jail and he's trying to, you know, redeem himself to prove that he actually wasn't the killer. But what was interesting was at trial, his defense or 
his reason or the fact that he was saying that he didn't murder this woman was because she was stalking him. He never admitted to having an affair with her and he just blamed it on her that she was the one. So listen, even though she was absolutely out of her mind Mm -hmm. and did very bizarre stuff, obviously she didn't deserve being murdered. Right. But what was interesting is like, it's, he was almost not gaslighting her. He was gaslighting the jury saying like, okay, she, I didn't murder her, but she was also insane Mm -hmm. and crazy. And what's irritating, and the jury saw right through that and didn't believe him. And it's funny because he, you know, he went to jail or whatever for a crime that he possibly didn't commit. And what got him in trouble was the fact that he lied and never admitted to having an affair. So it's like, you're just saying like none of this stuff was true. True, because she's a stalker and she was in love with me. And it reminds me of gaslighting because you could approach somebody about something that like, bothers you something that they did that hurts your feelings mm-hmm. so you say hey Rach you know it really hurt my feelings when you did this or said that and instead of you apologizing you're like oh Maureen you're too sensitive right or god you don't have a sense of humor right. why do you take things so seriously or I didn't do that actually right I, this is what I did or said and you took it the wrong way and right like- and then you end up like me ends up questioning my like I'm like, oh, fuck, right, am I too sensitive? Should I have more of a sense of humor? Why do I take things so seriously? Mm -hmm. And now my reality becomes like, I doubt my reality and my feelings because of how you reacted and you're you're gaslighting me. Does that make sense? Yep. Yeah. It happens a lot. Listen, I, it happens way more than I think we're aware. I probably gaslight as well as being gaslit, I'm sh- right? Like, well, when you're arguing with your partner, right? It's like, such a defense mechanism. Zach and I will yeah. be arguing, and he's always like, "You're gaslighting me," and I'm like, "Whoa, holy moly, macaroni!" <laughs> <laughs> Am I? And then I have to be like, "Am I gaslighting?" And then I'm like, "No, no, 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 he's wrong." Okay, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, oh, "You're gaslighting me." He's yeah. really good at gaslighting. I don't mean to like call him out, but yeah. he is that like lawyer mentality yeah. of just being like, like flipping the switch. Yes. And it's an argue technique to, because for me, I really go what you just said where you're, I'm like, was I? And then I'm like, wait, what are we arguing about? Oh, blah. You know? And then I like lose focus. I'm yeah. like, no focus. <laughs> yeah. 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 You, right. Cause then you start to think like, oh wait, maybe I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. And then you end up apologizing. Like it happened to me and I made a couple of days ago and it wasn't, I don't think he's intentional. And he actually didn't even use words, but I think just as women, we kind of, have a tendency to want to keep the peace. Yeah. And I told him shit that was annoying me and bothering me. And he was very like, he listened, he apologized. But then I could tell that he was sad and felt bad. Uh-huh. And so then my instinct was, was to, to be, be like, like, it's okay. It's okay. And I'm like, and maybe that's just like emotional gaslighting. I don't know. Yeah. Or just like a very subtle way of doing it. But I was like, fuck, why did I just then be like, no, don't worry about it. Because, Cause you because he was uncomfortable yeah. like, and, I'm, and I feel bad making him uncomfortable. I think, I think there's so many stages of gaslighting. Like there's those ones yeah. where it's like a smaller, like probably an unintentional. Right. Then there's like more like the arguing kind where you're in an argument and that person is gaslighting you. Maybe they're not, again, intentionally doing it, but they yeah. are doing it. Yeah. And then I think there's moments when it's like, it is intentional. Like I believe a lot of times it happens when you're dating somebody in the beginning, 
people talk about it all the time and one person is like listen this isn't working for me I'm really sorry and I don't want to be in this and then they're like oh I I didn't want it to be anything anyway it's like Mm -hmm. you literally just told me that you wanted to be my boyfriend right you know it's a defense mechanism of like no actually I was gonna break up with you too right right I think you said you loved me and I said I didn't love you back but okay so now the tables have turned the worst I've seen of it is the young generation my niece this brings me back to something she told me where on snapchat which like I don't even use I don't even have the app or whatever but there's a lot of messaging on Snapchat that goes back and forth and then you can't see it after it's Cause done. Cause it disappears. Yeah. Okay. So the, the youngins use it and this young boy, her age, like she's 15, I think. Yeah. Like 15, almost 16. And he's telling her like, Oh, or maybe she's, she's more like 15. Um, you're so beautiful. Why won't you go on a date with me? Blah, blah, blah. My niece is so such a good grown soul. Like I don't understand how she's more mature than me. She writes a very sweet message and it was like, listen, I don't date anyone right now. I'm not really sure what I'm into. I don't, I'm trying to find myself right now. Oh my God. Yeah. She's very mature. Yeah. She's like, I just, I'm not really attracted to anybody at the moment. And so I don't want to lead you on and be whatever. His response was like, you're stupid and ugly anyway. (laughs) And I'm like, I was, and I, I, I was just kidding. Yeah. That's so transparent. I was like, yeah. And, you know, she's young, so she's like, wow, that's so mean. I'm like, dude. Right, it's because you rejected him. I mean, that was in his... such a nice way, but he just couldn't handle it. But also, who are his parents? Right. Why do you talk to people like that? Yeah. You should Why just be like, thanks, okay. Yeah. Yeah. What, what? Your first instinct was to be like, you're stupid and ugly? Yeah. It's like, good God. But I know that was a very, like, simple version of it, but that is, that is like, no, gaslighting. And I think, like, gaslighting, I think that, well... The technical term or like the technical definition really comes into play a lot with like narcissists, uh-huh. people who are like, you know, categorized as something. But Let me tell you right now. Yeah. If you ever go, what? am I a narcissist? You're not a narcissist. Right. Have you ever thought it? I've been like, shit, am I a narcissist? And then I'm yeah, like, I oh think God. so. Only because like our world right now is so, I feel like about us. Well, social media know, yes. and in, in that way, in that mm-hmm. way. And then also like, I don't have anybody to care for the way that you do with children. So it's like, it really is like, I reflect, but you go I'm down so in my head, you go down time. a deep hole though. You're like, did I have these kids for just me? Mm-hmm. Did I bring people in this world for me? Cause the world is a scary place. Right. And what am I having kids for? Is it to fill something in myself? And I'm like, am I a narcissist? And then, but if you're doing that, you're not a narcissist. Okay. Cause narcissists don't even have that self-awareness. Ma- narcissists have no idea that they are. Yes, narcissists. They, they're just like the world does truly. I do know a narcissist for, I know a few, but yeah. I know for real, for real, for real. And it's, there's no questioning about being self like your focus is literally only on yourself. Right. And which is why like, too is a lot of negative, like everything's out to get me. Right. Mentality. Which is why it, a lot of it goes hand in hand with gaslighting. Yes. I don't think we're accusing people in our lives or our husbands to be narcissists, but I think there's still subtle forms of gaslighting that happens in probably most relationships, friendships, absolutely, even like workships, like your boss, right? Like mm-hmm. you could approach your boss about something and the first thing that they will say back to you is, but you did it wrong. Or, you know, like if you have any sort of criticism or anything that 
I guess would make them self-conscious right or, or or you know if you go in i think this is half the reason people don't ask for a raise yeah you go in and you're like uh here's the numbers like here's what i've right. done here's the levels right but you didn't do this this and this and yeah. this and then the, they like shut it down yeah a- and then there's a whole reason of why you can't get a raise it's like you didn't even acknowledge all the things the that i just work. said the yeah. the pieces of this job that i've brought to the company that like you wouldn't have without me right instead of even acknowledging them and saying, yes, thank you for your hard work. It's like, well, actually we needed this, this, and this. And you didn't do that. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, you just shut down everything I just said. So gaslighting, it's a specific type of emotional manipulation where the manipulator is trying to get someone else or a group of people to question their own reality, memory, or perceptions. And then one of the other ones that I thought was pretty interesting or like the example of it was... It's an abusive person. They use gaslighting to isolate their partner, which is very interesting because mm. I think like the person that's being gaslit gets very like to themselves mm-hmm. and it's hard to admit that you're being gaslit because you kind of feel ashamed that you're not strong enough to like either retaliate, defend yourself or that you're even kind of acknowledging that what the gaslighter says is true. Mm-hmm. Like you're embarrassed so it'd be hard to like tell your friends like, oh, my husband does this or has said this to me. Because right. it's like, why would you even believe him? Mm-hmm. You know that that's not true. But it is such a manipulation that yeah. when you really start to question yourself. Because here's the thing about gaslighting too. It's like <clears throat> maybe some of what they're saying isn't necessarily like wrong. Right. There's always probably a little grain of truth or they kind of Or know. it's enough to make you go, yes. was that yes. it? You know what you just reminded me of though is when you were like manipulation and like changing minds and making you remember things differently. Yeah. Is like cults. <laughs> cults are like ultimate gaslighters. Yeah. Like Scientology. Oh my is god. Is gaslighting yeah. Yeah. to the nth degree. Yeah. It's basically telling you that like have you ever watched any of those Scientology documentaries? I watched um that Leah Remini one. Yeah. Like that it, was very interesting. It's very much like a very soft way of telling you that you've been like programmed wrong and everything that people tell you is like a lie. Right. Which it's just, it's like insane. Um, but it's like a slow motion gaslighting over time to convince you to follow this other. Like a brainwash. Yes. Which, yeah, is cultish. It's yeah. wild. Right. It's like a reason why society isn't, yeah, why like society's out to get you. Mm-hmm. essentially and then yeah you start believing it it's being told like you're irrational or you just don't remember it the way but you know what's interesting is and it kind of goes back to and i'm sure we've spoken about this and the solution isn't to be like to convince the gaslighter that they're gaslighting and that to stop the behavior because i don't think that they're probably capable of doing that right it's more or less like you're doubting your reality as the person being gaslit. You are questioning like your own feelings, your reaction to something, which sucks. It's very unfortunate. And then you kind of have to take a step back and be like, okay, instead of me arguing with this person and convincing them that my reality is accurate, I think I just have to be like, is this either somebody I want to be with, a friendship that I want to maintain? Like, is it worth it? Is it worth it? Do I want to continue feeling this way? Because here's the or other being thing. made to feel this Don't, way. This is very important. Yeah. Do not ever let somebody take away your reality and your perception of something you went through. If you are feeling a certain way about something that happened, 
even if it may not have looked that way to others, right. if you went through it and you feel an emotion about it, that does not mean that you have to change it or like relearn that, that going through that process. Because it's very important to understand that sometimes things can be trauma for you that maybe it wouldn't be for someone else or it is giving you an emotion that is needs to be validated. Right. Don't let someone tell you that you're overreacting. Now, do sometimes we need to sit down and digest some things that maybe we're getting up too upset about because of certain emotions or whatnot? Yes. I'm not saying like, okay, get so upset about everything, but I hate when people are like, maybe I was being too emotional about that. It's, I hate when people say that being too sensitive in the moment. If that was really sensitive to you, like you need to sit with that and find out why, why was it that? Or, and then maybe you can be like, Oh, well it was cause like, I'm feeling emotional cause like my period's coming or like, right. Or Or it triggered something else. Right. It brought up something, another memory that I had. Right. Exactly. Um, but I 1000% agree. I think that's the tendency. And I think women more, more women fall into the trap. Mm -hmm. Because maybe we're more people pleasing and more like we want everything to maintain a status quo. Exactly what I just said. Oh, you're, you're hormonal. So you're getting too emotional. It's like, okay, maybe I was hormonal, but that doesn't mean I can't still feel that really deeply and it still be something I need to process. Right. Don't tell me how I should feel. Just because I'm on my period doesn't mean like my feelings are legitimate. Exactly. Yeah. 1000%. So, and in the same breath and I don't want to defend gaslighting at all. Because like I don't, I, I don't want to, but you know, sometimes we also will tell people like, oh, you're gaslighting me and you're, it's not actually technically gaslighting. Oh, Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Because gaslighting is now such in like the zeitgeist. It's so popular. People, I think just throw the term around. Yeah. Don't really actually know, which is why I wanted to say before, like, I think it really does go hand in hand with the mental illness of being a narcissist. And yeah. I don't think like what we encounter every day is that is that dramatic but it's important to be aware of like that kind of shift in the conversation Mm -hmm. when you have when you're approaching somebody which I'm sure for me takes a lot to tell people how I feel Mm -hmm. because I usually just kind of let it go but if I'm being vulnerable and I'm saying something bothered me that you did for your first reaction to be like oh Maria that's not what happened or you're being sensitive Mm -hmm. or irrational or being dramatic that I'm never going to share my feelings with you again, probably. Right. Also, that's going to make you go in defense mode totally, too. So totally. you're just so you know, if you're going to respond that way to somebody that you're in a conversation with, you're going to cause the conversation to escalate and get heated Yeah, because that's not a way to respond. Somebody tells you how they feel, take a pause and a beat, try to understand why they're saying that. I'm not saying like, let somebody just like plummet over you. If like, they maybe they are wrong or whatever, but don't be like, well, no, that's not how it happened. Be like, well, I'm sorry you feel that way. Right. Can I explain myself? Right. You know, it's I like, think what it is is like we, our society or maybe the way that we interact, there always has to be a right and a wrong. Yes. Like, and, and, uh, and, uh, this is the biggest one that drives me crazy. Everybody needs a fucking apology. Sometimes I don't want to say I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. I was well, an sometimes asshole. there's nothing to be sorry about. Yeah, right? I, I don't need but to say I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings every time. I yes. know that sounds harsh. Yeah, but, but that's like the same thing that happened with me and Jaime. It's I like, ended up apologizing because then I felt bad. Then I know. he felt bad. In the same breath, too. I'm such a Gemini. You do have to say you're sorry when you're wrong. I don't get me wrong. Like 
it's and it's hard to apologize and I'm really bad at it to be honest with you because I hate being wrong but because I'm always right but you know but does saying sorry mean that you're wrong or does it just validate their feelings my thing is I hate saying I'm sorry just because you need an apology oh yeah okay. like grow up you know what I mean yeah. and this is something I get so annoyed with with people they're like well you need to say I'm sorry I've gotten in an adult co-workers were like they're mad until I say I'm sorry and I'm like how about grow up right why do I have to say I'm sorry for the conversation to be done I don't agree with you I'm not fucking sorry yeah you're sensitive yeah you know what I mean you took that the wrong way yeah I didn't do anything to you yeah. that's when I get pissed with the I'm sorry yeah like and when people are like you're gaslighting me like that I'm like I'm not gaslighting you don't throw me in that category yeah I'm just not going to apologize for something I didn't do. Right. I could acknowledge that you're hurt. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sorry if you're feeling shitty because you're sensitive. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's why Gemini's get a rap for that too. Cause I'm like, I'm sorry for what I said. That was right. You know, I'm sorry that you can't take it the right way. But I mean, obviously too, I very much have to apologize when I'm wrong, right. you know, and when I really, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings right. and genuinely like, I'm always sorry if I like for Jaime too, if he's like sad and not fighting, yes. I'm like, oh, well, I'd be sorry too. Cause I don't want to make you sad. No, but well, yes, agreed. And I did tell him, I was like, listen, yeah, I'm not trying to kick a horse when he's down. Yeah. But the reality is, is I have to tell you how I feel. Yeah. I have to tell you what's bothering me without feeling, without sorry feeling all the time. bad yeah. about that or feeling like I'm putting you in a, in a hole. Like it's not my responsibility to get you out of that hole. I have to be able to communicate with you a hundred percent. And yes, it's a very fine line. I can't have his first reaction be like, you know, Maria, you're just too sensitive. Yeah. You know, I need him to hear what I'm saying and be like, okay, I'm going to try and I'm going to work on it. Yeah. Or like, I just don't agree with your version of the events. So it's a very interesting, it's like a very fine line. Mm -hmm. I just, it's funny. Like I caught myself and I was like, fuck, what am I like? Why? It's like an emotional silent. Yes. Simple gaslight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was so subtle. Yeah. Mazel to him. Fuck. But like, that's why he's the lawyer. He is baby. <laughs> he's getting him in the court with a wink. <laughs> totally. Lawyers are gaslighters. Totally. I mean, but that's, that's, that's your the job, job Absolutely. to turn it around. That's why I don't, I don't there's like always to argue gotta, with lawyers cause I'm always going to lose. Well, there's just always going to be an argument in opposition my, my, and you really get nowhere. My, one of my best friends, Kresha, she's like, every time we get an argument, like, fuck, he's a lawyer. Like, yeah. what am I going to say? No, honestly, I can't win because he just keeps piling shit on. And then I can't even like keep up. Like, yeah. she's like, stop lawyering me. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I and know. I'm a reluctant lawyer, so I don't really want to participate. Right. And then Jaime's like essentially deposing me, <laughs> asking me like cross-examination. You're like, questions. I left this job because yes. I don't want to do it, it anymore. Yeah. And he's like, it's a yes or a no. I was like, fuck, no, it's not that <sighs> easy. It's I not know. that easy. I know. No, it's terrible. But yeah, it's just interesting. I think we see it a lot, obviously, in romantic relationships. Yeah. But I do think it's probably very prevalent in friendships. And, and there's in, a lot of toxic friendships out there that yes. this gaslighting that we're talking about. I have left friendships with a I lot of I think that's a good reason to leave a friendship. Yeah. I mean, and you got to peace. Yeah. You know, that it's not it's not fair to you to get gaslit. Right. constantly you know and then always feel like you're doing something wrong right when all you're doing is sharing how you're feeling if you're if you're living in a in a relationship of any kind work life friendship whatever and you feel like you constantly are always the wrong one yeah you gotta 
yeah. think about what is happening or like you're always walking you can't be yourself because everything's yeah. gonna do something wrong or hurt someone's it's like no walking on eggshells is the worst fucking feeling. you're not in the right yeah. circle right that that's not your person no it's not your people it's not your person yeah. it's not your place you're not and being. instead of trying to convince them otherwise Remove. it's probably just something you have to remove yourself from yeah yeah again harder said than done but that is the truth it's like you haven't found your people yet because yeah. i hate that that eggshell feeling of like i can't be myself yeah it is the worst feeling yeah ever trying to please someone all the time you'll never do it exactly because they're always going to find something to turn around on you yep yeah and they're going to gaslight your ass I wanted to play the song what? gas pedal gas pedal. Is that a pitbull song? No, oh. it's a, <laughs> it's like a, Oh, yin yang twins. Oh, okay. I think gas pedal. Maybe that's appropriate for us. We yeah. are the yin yang twins. <laughs> <laughs> we are, but this week there's no confusion on who's who. Why? Cause your voice. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. But um, anyway, don't gaslight me. Seriously, if you've sat through this whole podcast listening to my terrible voice, I think this is it. Hold on. You guys are the best. We're going to get in fucking trouble. Oh, it's okay. Hold on. Holy shit. Slow down. Grab the wall. Can this be the segue for creeps? Yeah. See, get it? Gaslighting. That's all I could think about. Okay, I'm done. We need music rights for that, but it's fine. We'll cut it later when we're famous. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing. Okay, anything else to say on gaslighting? No, but you made me think a lot today. I so. know, I think we're probably more gaslit than we do. And we're more I, gaslit, and I think I gaslight maybe every, not intentionally, but yes. like sometimes. Yeah. I probably no, gaslight. totally. I think what's important is just like everything in life. It's just becoming more aware. Yeah. Right? Like, we're not going to be perfect. We're going to have moments. But now if I do it, I'm going to be like, ooh, shit. Ooh, I, I just gaslit this bitch. <laughs> Gas pedal. Then I whip this song out. I start twerking. And then I'm like, who's the creep in the house? And then everyone's like, what the fuck what? is happening? And then I'll be like, listen, to more than sweat, y'all. Yeah, where, is, where have you been? If you know, you know. <laughs> Love it. It's amazing. That's it. Yeah. All right, we so, got to drink all our drinks. Cheers. cheers. Yeah, we have a lot of drinks. I left my water over there. All right. So then... Not this week. Next week, we're both in fucking Europe. I know. I'm going to wave across the pond. Yeah, I'll Hello. look for you. <laughs> yeah. When you get to Barcelona. No, I'll see you probably more when you're in Ireland, just from my angle. I'll go like this in the middle of Ireland, yes. and then you have to do it too, and wave. then we have to say what we time should, we did it, yes, and did we do it at the same time. Okay, let's do it. But you have to send me energy first. I will. So then if I get a jolt of energy, and I have to run outside and listen to your ESP. Yeah. Yeah. I think oh, we have ESP. I'm excited for us. No, it's going to be great. I'm really nervous, but I'm excited. Got to leave the babies, but yes, we're doing it. So yeah, you're doing it. Mm -hmm. You're going to have a blast. Yeah, I'm excited. And you're going to miss them and still have a good time. Exactly. Like all of that could exist at once. Right. You could be a great mom and leave your kids with your parents for a week. Yes. You got to do it. Yeah. I just, I'm really excited to sleep. I'm going to go to Ireland to sleep. Sleep. <laughs> It's going to be so great. It is going to be good. No, it's going to be fun. We haven't been to Europe since before COVID. So I'm very I was excited. trying to think. I don't think I have either. And Zach's think. never been to Ireland. I've been to Gal Galway once. It was like almost 15 years ago. It's a, an amazing place. And then Galway, Dublin, Spain, London. Yeah, you're really making your rounds. I know. I know. Dublin one night just to stay over to fly to Spain. And yeah. then London is just one night to, to fly back here. But 
I'm excited. Yeah, you're gonna have a, a great I've time. never been to London or Spain, so I'm both pumped. amazing times. Yeah, eat a lot of pancon tomato. Oh God, I cannot wait. Yeah, and what? Like I am on a white wine kick. Oh, okay. I love Spanish wine. Yeah. Like, li- and look at me. I'm like, <laughs> it's so good. I, I kind of got like turned off by the, like I drank so much like Napa white wine. Yeah. That I'm like, who I'm like, really? I know we've been going hard with the reds, but I think we need to start transitioning to whites. Yeah. I'm ready for whites. I'm ready for whites. Okay. I'm ready for whites and bubbles, <laughs> but I love Spanish white wine. So I'm like very excited. It's so like crisp and like, yes, you know? Yeah. Albarino all day. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's oh, I'm excited. Okay, love ya. All right, I love you too. All right, um, see ya when you get back from your trip. <laughs> no, but I'm going to see you no, Thursday. No, I'm going to see okay. you before. Just kidding. Bye. Bye.